Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. I am your host, Dee, and of course, I am so, so glad that you're here. I have got another epic guest on the show for you today. She is someone that I have been following, have been a fan of, you could say fangirled over since the day I personally became a coach. So I'm so excited to have finally manifested having her on my show. And if you are in the coaching industry yourself, you're going to learn so much from a business perspective from this episode. But even if you are not a coach, you're still going to learn so much about the energetics of business and all of the juicy topics that we cover with the incredible Laura Grady on the show today. Now, I just wanted to let you know that we are coming to the end of the season, season two of the podcast. And I just wanted to say thank you so, so much for listening in to another season. I love podcasting. I hope that you are getting so much value out of every episode. I do put in so much effort and thought behind the topics we cover and the guests we have on the show. But if you are one of my day one girls, thank you so much. Thank you so much for your loyalty. And if you are new to the podcast, stay tuned. Go back while we are on a little holiday season and re-listen from kind of like my day one of podcasting because I have had some phenomenal guests on this show and covered many, many amazing topics for you. And I can't wait to see you in the next season. I will have one more episode. I think it's one, one or two coming out before we do go away and holiday. So don't miss out. Make sure that if you are not subscribed to the podcast that you do subscribe so you don't miss any episodes and you know what your girl's going to say. I'm going to say pretty please with the cherry on top. If you haven't already, if you could please leave me a review and rate this podcast, I literally like just will virtually kiss you because it, there are so many podcasts, <laughs> so many podcasts, a podcast born every minute. But if you want this one to reach the ears and hearts and the souls of other like-minded women like yourself, then um, this helps me a lot. So I appreciate you in advance and I love you. The other quick updates. Oh my God, guys, huge huge it's not really huge but it's a bit of a life update so I think in the last episode I mentioned how in December I was like taking a little break not a break but like going slower in my life and my business and all of the things and just you know focusing on my fitness and my health and getting my energy levels up ready for a jam-packed 2022 because I have got a lot of things coming. You girls already know Online Boss Builder 2.0 is launching in Jan and um, yeah, my mentorship is open again. So the applications and the links for all of the coaching stuff is of course in the show notes. But so since then, my husband has literally broken his foot, broken his foot guys. And like, I wish it was some sort of, is he's a tradie? I thought, you know, if he was ever going to break a bone, it would be some sort of work-related kind of incident. Nope. 
nothing like that. He actually was uh, just popping over to my next door neighbors because we all know each other. Um, if you watch or know about neighbors, I don't watch neighbors, but everyone in Australia and I think the UK knows what I'm talking about when I say neighbors. We literally live on Ramsey Street, like everybody knows each other. So, anyway, I digress. He was walking at night just to feed our neighbor's dog and he tripped in our driveway and fractured. Uh, his foot so he cannot walk so overnight (laughs) I've been saying I have like become a mum of three instead of two or a full-time carer and a mum of two so my plans for like taking it easy this December have literally gone into the bin and it's funny because my a lot of my clients are going through this season where we are focusing on learning how to surrender and trust and you know we can understand the concept of spirituality, but actually, actually embodying having that connection with the universe and trusting life and everything happening for a reason, whether it's for the greater good or for a lesson or to teach us something or, or, or whatever it is, doing it is a whole different thing. And because my clients have been going through this season and challenges in surrendering and learning how to really stay connected with their with their spirituality as well, it's like the universe is like, okay, you want to be coaching this stuff. You really want to be helping your clients. Let's see you embody that. And I feel like I've stepped up. I feel like I've stepped up. I mean, you can hear it in my voice. I'm not super devastated. I was obviously for the first 24 to 48 hours. I was like, my life is over. I have no freedom. I now have to take out the bins. <laughs> first world problems though. And then I just realized, you know what? It's okay. Life has thrown us this curveball. Let's figure out what lessons are here. And I think for my husband in particular, like we both own businesses now. For him, especially slowing down is never an option unless he's not given an option. So perhaps this is uh, the universe's way of not giving him an option and really asking him to, to take a break and slow down. So that's my little life update. But on a business note and a business update, I will not be taking on any more new clients this year. There will be not much happening in the her uh, soulful success business kind of realm. But but keep your eyes on my keep your eyes peeled on my stories. Keep listening to my podcast. There is still going to be a bunch of free value available to you, and applications for online boss builder and for coaching are open now to kickstart in January and February working with me. So make sure you check out the links in the bio, uh, in the bio, links in the bio, links in the show notes for that. Okay. 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 So let's now talk about today's amazing guest. So like I mentioned before, I have the incredible Laura Grady on the show. Now I am sure that if you are a coach or if you're in the self-development world, you probably have heard of Laura. She is doing amazing, amazing things in this industry. But if you haven't heard of her before, she is a women's empowerment coach and fulfillment mentor, helping women manifest their dreams, their desires, um, their lives really in a state of inspiration, alignment, and ease without the burnout. So for the last few years, she has coached and mentored thousands of women worldwide to help them create the life and business they desire through her online coaching business that helps women step into their most confident, empowered, and authentic selves. 
selves. Laura's aim with all clients is to have them realize their own power and claim it fearlessly. And the reason why I love Laura personally is she is such a huge permission slip for me, for me in my business and inspires me every day that just being myself and living my life with authenticity and showing up just as me without the bells and whistles online is more than perfectly okay and is in fact the key to building a successful coaching business. We talk about, in her opinion, what it takes to be an amazing coach, how to make it in this industry. And Laura's been in the industry for five years, five years, guys. Um, so she has got a lot to teach us and you on this incredible in this incredible podcast episode. So let's tune in. You're going to absolutely love it. Let's go. Welcome to the Her Soulful Success Podcast. I am your host, Deanna Ricciotti, but you, my friend, can call me Dee because I know that we're about to become business besties. I'm a certified NLP business coach teaching women both strategy and mindset for a successful first year in business while juggling motherhood, marriage, and everything in between. Consider this space your weekly dose of mindset, spirituality, energy boost, and self-development because I know these are all ingredients that make for a soulfully successful you. Hello, beautiful Laura. <laughs> you can hear the excitement in my voice. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> Yay. So Laura, just a little bit of a backstory. I was just talking to her and introducing myself because this is the first time we've ever properly met, but I have been low-key stalking Laura since I started my coaching business and really looking up to her as a successful coach in the industry because I think for many coaches when they are studying a certification I think now there are more coaches kind of being first Um, so I think it's a more kind of well-known industry but I still know that some women kind of fall into this industry but don't actually know what the business looks like. So I started following you and was just in awe of everything that you did. So I'm so excited to have you on. I'm going to shut up now and let you, (laughs) if you don't mind, Laura, in your own kind of words, I love um, asking my guests to share a little bit of their journey towards becoming a business owner. Um, And obviously more specifically in your case, because we really got to hone into your coaching business, your process of becoming a coach, like, the why, the the journey, how long you've been a coach for and all of the things and who you serve and help now. Cool. Amazing. Amazing. Well, loaded question, but um, I'll do my best to answer it. <laughs> Take your time. We love it. Yes. So um, I began, I kind of fell into coaching. So I, as a kid, I always kind of wanted to do psychology. I did a bit of acting. I was really interested with how people operate, how they think, how they feel, um, and just how they, how they work, you know, try, I was constantly trying to understand people. And, um, I started a psych degree when I finished high school 
fucking hated it. Not going to lie. Absolutely was like, no, what am I doing? Um, and stopped that and then did other, th- other things whilst also doing acting and all those bits and pieces. And I always kind of knew, like, I want to help people feel something. I want them to feel certain ways. And even when I was acting, my intention behind that was always like, I want to evoke an emotional experience. I want you to feel. Um, and so I like fell into a course that was NLP kind of unrelated to what I was doing at the time. And you know, when you have a soul's niggle and a calling that you've got to do something and you don't understand why Yeah, I had that calling. It was a very expensive calling <laughs> at the time. Um, but a calling nonetheless at the time where, where my energy was at. Um, and so I trusted it and went into that space and decided to do it. And I was studying on online and like, you know, doing all the pre-study and then moving into the space. And within a couple of days, I was like, I don't understand how people do not know that they can change their life. I don't understand how in particular, like young women, that was my demographic because that's, you know, me. I was like, I don't understand how I didn't know this. Like, why was no one teaching me this? Why would I go to, you know, get help from somebody and they would not help. Like, I don't, how, how is this not taught? I don't get it. Mm -hmm. And so from there, it kind of sparked the, okay, this needs to go out to other people. And I was coached by people as well. And through being coached, it really cemented that this was for me to do. Um, And so, yeah, did that, then that would have been over four years ago now when I started. So I'm in my fifth year um, of operating and yeah, I mean, it's just it's just grown and grown and grown ever since and has been really exciting and to see the changes that people get to make women in their lives and because, you know, I work with so many women on their, on their mindset, but I also work with them in their businesses too and just to, to see how much changes get to be made is warms my heart. I cry like literally all the time over it. <laughs> Sometimes I'll get off a session, I'll be like, Oh, she's so beautiful. I'm so lucky. (laughs) Uh, I love that. I always say I predict that a coaching certification is one day going to be offered as a coaching degree uh, at a university. I feel like a uni is going to not want to pass up the opportunity to cash in on that as well because, and I agree, it needs to be. There's so many clients that I work with that come from, seeing a traditional counselor or a therapist or a psychologist and um and I'm talking things anything from PTSD that they've had and they'll come in for something completely unrelated but mm. we end up healing that or um what else have I had OCD like chronic yeah. anxiety all of the things and I completely agree with you I actually started studying psychology as well and I was in the first year but I, I had already done a degree and I had only just survived completing that mm. I just don't enjoy the university experience so I love that I love that this gets to be an option for women who don't who still deeply want to impact others yeah others but don't necessarily fit into the university box because it really isn't for everyone I hated the whole entire experience so I love that you know you shared that and yeah yeah you help women change their lives 
what kind of women? And I know you're also, and we'll speak about this a little bit later, now starting to pivot into, or maybe you've been doing it for a little while, I'm not sure, but helping women also grow um, a successful coaching business as well, mm-hmm. or business in general, yeah. so that they can also leave an impact and help others. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I mean, I've been doing this for quite a long time. So I see, I mean, I've seen the trends of the coaching industry. I've seen the trends come and go, the different, um, the different ways that you have a conversation with a client or you sell somebody into something or the marketing and the different language that you use, you know, I've got a lot of experience with uh, reaching people at different levels. And so, you know, it's been a number of years of just seeing the waves and seeing the waves of people come into the industry and then go out of the industry because it's way too triggering for them. And, you know, just experiencing the ups and downs of what is this space, which is like, um, it's interesting that you said before about the universities getting on board with it. I actually think that would be great because um, that way we would have a more regulated industry. And I think the industry could do with some regulation, yeah. <laughs> if I'm being honest. <laughs> so I would I would be so on board for that. I would fucking love if, um, you know, there was a bit more of a regulation system so that um, there was a lot more safety for clients moving into the space. And we would be like the OGs. We wouldn't need to go back and do a bachelor's. We would, we'd get a pass. We'd be I like- don't know if we would. I think we. I think everyone would have to go back and do it um, because, I mean, yeah, like, uh, yeah, I, I just think it's so, I think it's so interesting and it will happen. Like, you know, give it another five, five issues yeah. or so and it will absolutely happen because I've seen some universities offering um, coaching certifications. Okay. I think that they call them certifications. I don't even think that they're a diploma yet. So yes. I have started to see the trend happen and I reckon give it another five years and there'll be, yes. it might not be a degree, but it will definitely be a diploma. <laughs> yeah. Well, social media is um, like a degree now. Yeah. So- my personal assistant she finished three years in uni studying social media and it's funny because I work with a lot of social media managers and and coach them and they don't get taken seriously by old school business owners like the type businesses they're like just you know the girl that does the Instagram thing I'm like no she's literally done three years from university it's called digital marketing baby get on board yeah and I mean they're just like you know this is a different generation I just don't get it Just like coaching. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Oh my god, <laughs> I saw this meme the other day, and it was this meme on like gearing up to have to explain to your family over Christmas what you do. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> we all feel that. Actually, fun question. I know we totally just digress completely, and yeah. this happens with these conversations. But do you? How do you feel when people ask you what you do, and? And what do you, what is your response? Because I find, like, being completely honest, it really depends on the person and the situation. It's like when we go to a wedding or something, um, or like a family event, and being like, "What do you do?" I find myself slightly altering the always, yeah, job task. I'm like, "Oh, I help women set up their businesses," and then it depends if it's like a if it's a woman that I know is like open and a little bit woo. I'm like, "Oh, I heal women." <laughs> Yeah. Energetically, you know, I release their emotional blocks and I help them connect with their higher power. Yeah. I'm like, cool. Do you find that as well? And how to, or yeah, I, someone I, that's been in the industry for such a long time. 
I mean, at the beginning, it was like treacherous. Like, it was so fucking hard. Oh my God. I remember having conversations with people and I would like try and start explaining it. And then I, I at times I would, because it was so new back then, like really, it was, you know, you heard of Tony Robbins and that was basically, yeah. you know, you didn't really know of people in Australia doing it. Yeah. Um, and the people who were around, I think was like queen of confidence, but like really it was quite a quiet industry. Um, and so I used to get like berated for it. Like I would get, well, that doesn't even fucking work. Like blah, blah, blah. And people would truly, truly try and have an um, argument with me. Yeah. And obviously energetically, I was open to having the argument with somebody and there was enough doubt in my system when I was explaining it, that that was showing through. Mm-hmm. Um, but nowadays, like I just say, oh, have you ever heard of a life coach? Mm-hmm. And they usually say, yeah, I have. I go, well, I basically, I do that. And I, I work with women and um, yeah, I use breath work, hypnosis. I use healing techniques. I use all different types of things to help clients close the gap on where they are to where they want to be. It's typically yeah. what I say. And, and if people are interested, they'll ask more questions. Typically that's pretty straightforward. Like, you know, people have heard of a life coach here and there. So I just say that so much easier. <laughs> and I love the, the, like how many modalities that are kind of available. I love exploring them. Yeah. Um, for my listeners, they know that I'm currently finishing and completing Monica Yates. I don't know if you've heard of her, her yeah. feminine as fuck certification, even that, like, I'm like, what are you studying? I'm like, oh, the feminine as fuck certification. <laughs> like there's the womb clear there's just so many beautiful different modalities available to life coaches and yeah it will be interesting to see um how that might be put into an actual university degree one day but I'm definitely predicting it but going back to what we were talking about before you were saying that you help women create change in their lives Mm -hmm. and we were saying that you you're also now mentoring business women like myself and women that are in the coaching industry, what made you kind of start entering that kind of arena as well? Well, I have um, probably like, I probably started at, um, I want to say maybe like 15 months ago or so. That's when I started like properly mentoring people. And it came from a place of, I just had so many people asking like, Hey, I'm really struggling with this. Like you seem to know what you're doing and I don't want to keep getting taught by people who like, obviously don't know what they're doing. Can you just, can you teach me this? Like, can you do it in a one-to-one setting? And I was like, yeah, no worries. And so because I was consistently asked about it, I went, okay, this is really fun. Like this is enjoyable to me because these people also, they understand the modalities. Yeah. So they understand like the blocks, they understand limitations. They, they're not showing up just wanting to do strategy all the time because they know that that's not actually the issue. (laughs) It's absolutely not the issue. And so it just moved into a space where I was like, okay, well um, that's something that I want to begin offering. And so it's, I've been offering it. Yeah. For like what, 14 months. I did have a mastermind earlier this year. And the women got amazing results in that mastermind. So that was really awesome to be a part of that lasted four months. And then I'm yeah in the process of filling spaces for the next one, which they are filling. Like <laughs> I'm like, damn, we might be done before the end of the year, <laughs> which is fun. Yeah. So exciting. Let's hone into some of those questions around growing a successful coaching business, because obviously there are, if there are so many coaches reaching out to you and, and saying, 
oh, I haven't had the experience or I, I didn't get what I wanted when I invested in a business coach and, and one that understands this kind of industry. Maybe they're NLP certified or have other certifications and they want to help other women um, or men as well. They're yeah. reaching out to you. What are some of the common kind of questions that you get asked or what are coaches struggling with in regards to scaling a successful coaching business? Maybe I'll reframe that question. What, in your opinion, do you think makes for a successful coaching business? I feel like that is so much easier. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, you've, I, I say this all the time, and I know that this, this is obviously you should just know this, but, you know, common sense, something about common sense is just it's not common. So you've got to be good. Like you actually have to be fucking good at your job. Like you need to be good at delivering a service or good at helping people create changes. And if you're not good, like you're on unstable foundation. So you, you're you on rocky foundation and it's kind of like, I liken it to, you know, in tarot, you know, the tower. Yeah. That's kind of like what it's like. You're kind of like, ah, oh, fuck, everything's burning. This is really hard. I'm on this unstable territory. Everything feels rocky and difficult. And it, you are like swaying in the wind essentially. Mm-hmm. So you got to have that foundation of like backing yourself. Doubt is a big thing that comes up and creeps into obviously the industry, which is so fucking normal. Like I think we need to normalize upgrading and expanding and experiencing doubt and knowing how to manage that in the system and make love to it and be fine with it because it's okay. Um, So that's a big piece, but you know, yeah, having really good product, fully backing yourself on product um, experience service, whatever you container, you know, the words that you choose to use, they've changed over the years a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so having something really, really great, then also fully backing yourself, um, having some systems. But the biggest issue that I see with most people is that they are mummying their clients, which is stopping them from scaling. What this means is you take responsibility for your clients and their results and how they're going. And you're basically like, okay, sweetie, let me fix you. That fucking is so disempowering. So disempowering. Yeah. You're there to support, you're there to guide and obviously take them through processes, but you can't be mothering them because if you're mothering them, good fucking luck, they're not going to get the results that they want. Or you'll create a codependent relationship with your clients. I've been there, not a fun experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so mothering your clients and being so fixated on exactly how the result's going to be. Um, and then the unwillingness to potentially disappoint you know, you can't always be mindful of every person. Again, leads into the mummying. You can't be so mindful, especially when you're growing and you're having more people come into your vortex and into your offerings. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so mummying, what was I saying? <laughs> like losing my words. I love the just rolling back to the competency. I find that a lot of the women that I work with, that that is one of the first things that I always tick off because there's, I love how you said, like everybody experiences some extent of doubt in themselves that, that imposter syndrome creeps up. Like, am I, Oh yeah. Question, you question your abilities. Now, a lot of coaches go straight to that's, that's okay. Like you can have that and move forward. But I also like to just take a step back and go, well, is there any lack of confidence that actually stems from lack of competency? Because that is yes. what to admit and work on. And yeah. because everyone's kind of in this race, and I want to talk to you about that as well. Yeah. 5K, 10K, 100K, 1,000K months, yeah. right? Yeah. So as soon as you become a coach, I'm getting a lot of clients that are like right off the bat, 
if they're not making 5, 10, 30, 40K within a couple of months, they think they're failing, right? Yeah. And because of this race and this focus on income generation constantly, the imposter syndrome is going to creep up a lot faster because you're comparing yourself. And I'm like, yeah. let's just take a step back and perhaps focus on the impact, the result, the what you're actually doing this for. And perhaps some of the lack of confidence might actually be coming from some of that anxiety is how awful does it feel to get on a call with a client and literally be shitting your pants thinking, I don't know how to do this, or I'm nervous about doing this process. Like there's yeah. literally nothing worse. Um, yeah. so I love that you talked about that and you mentioned competency is really, really important and you need yeah. to have a skill and you need to be good at it. And if you are passionate, but not good at it, I believe that you can get good at it. Oh, 100%. You just got to got to go back we've got to go back to school with the coaching and really really nail it so that you're actually getting your clients results but yeah you yeah. said competency you said not mummying your clients love that too I found that in the past if I and I've made this mistake as well I, I never speak from like any sort of pedestal I find that it's much easier to hurt a client's feelings when you have a friendship or that yeah or that mothering relationship because everything is taken personally I always say to my clients we will become friends when we complete the container, you know, we yeah. will, we will, I look forward to that transition and that relationship in yeah, like six beautiful. months or three months. And yeah. that's exciting for me. So we kind of are excited on our last call, but during that time, I'm like, I can't be your friend because if I have to pull you up on something, call you out on something, set a boundary, it, it does feel shit. If your friend does that, you're like, bitch, like me. you're meant to you're just yeah. meant to cry with me right like your friends yeah. if you're upset I mean that's a whole nother conversation but yeah generally that's what um women want from a friend but that's not what we're here for so yeah competency not mumming your clients mm. was there anything else that you were like that came through as we were um yeah so I mean what makes a really good coach now in this space is becoming the influencer Mm-hmm. and people fucking hate me for this. Like it is not, they hate it when I say this, like I don't want everyone knowing everything about my life and I don't want to have to fucking pay blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, that's fine. You're going to stay where you're at because this is the place that the industry's moving into. Get on board or get off. Like, you know, because at the end of the day and being an influencer doesn't mean I need to have thousands and thousands of followers and have like thousands of downloads every month on my podcast. It means being an influential person. And we are influenced by those that we trust and that we like and we, to a certain extent, or we respect, right? We don't have to necessarily like them. We can just respect them, right? So you have to share, mm-hmm. you know, and you've got to be open and you've got to talk about the ups and downs of your life or your business or your own journey and your own experience because gone are the days of the guru and we're all off the pedestal. Like no yeah. one, if anyone's pedestaling anyone, you need to fucking stop. <laughs> like it's not, I'm not better than anybody, right? You're not better than anybody. Like we're all simultaneously the most worthy people in the world. And also at the same time, not like we're, you know, we're both, we're all facets of um, all different parts of us are playing out at all different times. So it's, it's, yeah, it's really important to um, allow yourself to become the influencer. Yeah. Share your life, share your soul, share your heart. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's the only way people can really see that you are also an embodiment of what you actually teach and coach. And um, when we aren't, like you said, 
the guru when we are just human beings we actually get to share from that space what we as a coach with the tools that we have can offer somebody else to move forward yeah whenever I'm in a shitty place I very rarely get online when I'm exactly in that shitty place perhaps I could get better at it but I like to like a few steps away from it like a few just have my space, be oh, in my yeah. office for a minute, a few steps out of it, maybe not completely like back to, you know, equilibrium or in my happy place. But I love to then when I've just taken a few steps away from being in shit or feeling all of the emotions around whatever it is that's happened in life. I love like that moment of going, so this is how I was feeling and hey, that's, this is life. But yeah, these are the tools that I have now and this is what the, like the meanings that I've attached to this situation. And I love to offer that to my audience. Um, and I think that is so powerful. Yeah. So powerful. Oh, yeah. Love I agree with you. Yeah. 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 And like and sharing it, like in the middle of things, I don't do that either. Like I'm not like in the depths and being like, yeah, sometimes, I mean, it works for some people. And if that's, if that's what you want to do by all means, um, I find that I just, the last thing I would ever think of when I'm in the middle of, feeling something pretty heavy is to pull my phone out. Like I just don't actually think to do that. It's just, it would be actually out of embodiment or out of integrity for me to do that anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I so feel you with that. And I think it's really beautiful for people to see the ups and downs of, you know, what this work is like, because unintentionally people pedestal each other all the time. You know, I've pedestaled coaches that I've had or people that I've seen as being further ahead than me or, you know, and it's just, we're so fucking human. We are so human. And, you know, every level has the same devil dressed up differently. So, you know, the things that one person will be moving through now, another person will inevitably move through at their own level. Yeah. And then like, as we choose something different, it's not like the levels are higher or lower. It's just different. Yeah. So as we choose something different, we're met with the same devil again. So, you know, no one's any better than each other. Just some of us have the skills to help people move through that quickly. Yeah. And I don't know if you agree, but I think that there are so many different ways of becoming influential as well. So yeah. like, I think that because this is becoming a more um, popular industry, I'll say I don't like using words like saturated because that puts people off. I mean, you know, the hairdressing industry is saturated too. We're not going to stop, you know, going to get a haircut or becoming a hairdresser if we want to be one. Um, there's one on every corner. But there, with that comes a lot of comparison, I think, with mm-hmm. new coaches. And, I mean, I started early 2020. It was like at the beginning of last year. And I didn't even realise how many coaches were out there until I went into the industry. And then you find yourself in this industry and you, yeah, at the beginning you are looking to everybody else and looking at all the different ways that you can become influential. I think it's really important to get really clear and cultivate your personal brand and understand and be super clear on who you authentically are, what's in alignment with you and what's easy for you to share. This is something that I think really applies to the way that you show up on social media. You're just real. And I really love that about you. I, I find your account, you know, uh, when I'm consuming your content, very grounding for me. So it just reminds yeah. me that, yeah, I love following like my coach at the moment. Monica lives in New York. She lives like <laughs> Sex in the City. The high life. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? And how? How? Like that's just so. And I love it. Like I live yeah. through her stories. It's such a vibe. 
but it's not really my life and it's not yeah. in alignment with even what I want my life to be. You know, I've got two yeah. boys. We live in Adelaide. We, our, our dream is to live by the beach one day. That's, yeah. that's our dream to yeah. have a boat, go fishing. You know, it's a little bit of a different energy and a different life. And I'm not by all means saying you're anything like that's, we're not the yeah. same. Of no, our- we're pretty similar. I want to live near the water too. <laughs> okay, Just chill, cool. have my babies, <laughs> chill out. <laughs> Give me, um, you give me a permission slip to just be like, I can just be normal. I also don't need to be sex in the city. I don't need to be living in Spain. I don't need to be, even if I'm teaching, like right now um, I'm learning because I'm passionate about something I've had to heal within myself, leading from your feminine core energy. Cause I was in like every part of me was just so masculine driven for such a long time. I yeah. couldn't even be vulnerable. Um, anywhere in my life with my family, yeah. friends, with my partner in bed, anywhere. It's just yeah. do it. because of my own journey. I've started coaching this myself, but even that you look at the other women doing this space and they're just eating fruit, sexually in their sensual dancing. And, you know, they're wearing all these beautiful like feminine clothes. And I'm like, wait, I teach this and then I need to be doing all of that. No. And I love your account. <laughs> it reminds me, I'm like, hey, I get to just be me and be successful and still teach that stuff. Yeah. I want to ask you, like, was that always easy for you to just show up as yourself? Sometimes no, no makeup. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tell us about that kind of. Uh, I, I, yeah. Thank you so much. That that was really lovely to receive. And I, I really appreciate that. That means a lot that you said that. Um yeah, no, it was really hard. I mean, I would show up so fucking professionally. Like that was me for the first couple of years. Like truly only last year, I probably showed up a bit more like myself, mm. like beginning of last year. So yeah, beginning of 2020, um, business took off, of course, as you do that. Um, but I had a sold out, like pretty much, well, not sold out, but booked out like one-to-one service prior to that. Um, but then the group stuff was like really, uh, starting to kick off. So no, it wasn't, it wasn't easy, you know, showing all the parts of myself. I thought that they would be, um, too messy and that it wouldn't be very appealing, nor would that be like, oh, you know, I want to be like her kind of thing. And I, I totally get what you mean. Like seeing the coaches who are like, you know, living, in the middle of the jungle and doing all these things. And I'm like, I actually can't think of anything worse. Like I truly can't think of anything worse. <laughs> I'm going to get on Instagram, but if you really, really think about it, yeah. Well, I'm like, you're literally in the middle of nowhere. Like you don't have access to a hospital if you need it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to get bitten by bugs. Like it's nice for a holiday, but I, nah, I'm fine. I'm cool. Uh, so yeah, my, my processing is like, we all are like kind of, we have this like, shiny object object syndrome where everyone in the industry is like looking at the leaders being like I want hair life and I want blah 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 I'm like what do you actually fucking want because I used to think that I wanted that like traveling lifestyle and you know being all over the world and doing all the different things and then when I actually tune into what I desire yes I want elements of that but what I actually desire is probably a little bit more simple and so I don't need to show up as something that I'm absolutely not and you know I I just don't really care about that shit <laughs> like I just don't care I don't really care about nice like the fancy handbag it's nice like you know as I've earned more money I've given less of a shit yeah. so the more money I've earned I've been like don't give a fuck about that 
Yeah, it's funny. Who are we trying to show it off to? <laughs> yeah, but it, money, when we talk about like money amplifying who you authentically are, who you are at your core, we, if you can be an embodiment of that, it just shows that, yeah, it's just obviously not that you're like, because sometimes you can get into a bit of a mind fuck around. It's like, yeah, do I not want these things or desire them because I have money blocks? Or yeah. do I like, you know, am I just saying to myself that I don't, but I actually do? Or do I actually not want them? And I've gone through that process myself of getting super clear on actually what is my, like there is definitely a financial stretch goal in my personal life and how I want to grow my business and how, where we want our family to be. But it's certainly, yeah, 100%. I'm not really interested in living Grant Cardone's life on a jet or running a billion dollar business. It's not, yeah, it's, I know what comes with that life as well. And it's not, really what I want so I love that yeah and we get to we get to think that way like I love nice things like I I drive a luxury car um and I love that but I don't really care about it that much (laughs) like I'm like it's nice um and you know I I love going out to really beautiful restaurants like those are the like types of things I like being able to say to my girlfriends like hey you know I'll get this round like those sorts of things to me make me feel really really lit up and really excited and like, you know, being able to, you know, plan to buy a house and all those sorts of things like that. That's the stuff that gets me really pumped. Yeah. Um, and it's just changed. So, you know, yeah, I think being who you are, obviously you already are like, yeah, no, I really connect to that. And I am fundamentally just being who I am. I just don't fucking care. <laughs> like I just don't care. <laughs> I uh, would much prefer to, yeah live my life authentically yeah. how that feels to me than to put on a face because it's just so it's just repelling I just feel sick when I see someone putting on all the flashiness it's just no one cares yeah and it get it's so much easier to because to promote ourselves and market our businesses it does require us to show up on camera or on social media on video yeah. to build that trust it's so much easier when you get to just do that as yourself I find that you know my clients we need to work on this when they're really struggling to shop because I like it just feels so hard you know it just I feel like it takes me you know 45 minutes just to do a story I'm like well let's talk about that why does it take you 45 minutes to create four or five slides and it's actually because um you know we (laughs) you are editing it and and re-recording it and saying oh no that sounds awful or I don't like how I look in that or let me just go fix my hair it's like what if we just got to show up and and actually connect to what we the value that we're wanting to share how we're actually wanting to create impact because that's what more like depending on your brand yeah if you're a coach yeah generally speaking people should be um attracted and following you and absorbing your content because they want change in their lives not for any other reason you know yeah everything else just gets to be extra yeah and I mean you know being being yourself is magnetizing yeah it's magnetic people are just like oh I want to be more of that right Mm. and um you know I, I see that also with clients where they they're so afraid of just being authentic and I'm like well what really is the worst thing that's going to happen yeah. like 
someone makes fun of you, they're probably already fucking making fun of you. Don't worry about it. (laughs) You know, and it's, it's really um, asking yourself on what do you connect with as a coach or as a business owner, or is it just as a person, like who are the types of people that you connect with online and that you'd look at and you go, fuck, I really, I just love watching their content. I can almost guarantee you that the people who, you know, might chop and change from using filters or don't give a fuck if they're wearing makeup or not, or, you know, fumble their words and mess it up. And like, you know, have their dog barking in the background of, of a call with a client, which was me earlier this morning. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. they're the, probably the people that you're going to connect with so much more. So why not, you know, be that yourself? Yeah. Like if whatever you connect with, it's highly likely your ideal client will connect with a lot of that as well. Yeah. And women are even if it's subconsciously I think that we are drawn to other women who can just be themselves because we deeply desire that for ourselves yeah and like you said that like on the podcast you know the background noise the dog barking one of the reasons that I chose my previous coach to work with her um so like Monica from this year I'm saying last year already <laughs> it's <laughs> it's feels not that way yeah <laughs> feels that way I'm moving so fast is because when I was listening to a podcast and I was binging them, you know, she was like stir frying her food while recording <laughs> it. She's like, hang on a minute, guys. I just did it. I just did to stir my veggies. And I'm like, I fucking love that. I love it so much. Right. I just, I loved that. And I loved how she was so unapologetic about it. And I'm like, wow, they're really like, you know, it, it, I felt like I had improved my confidence in being who I am a lot, but that was like a new level for me, like a new permission. It's like, I'm like, oh, you know, I get to do that on my podcast now. You know, I don't, I don't need to apologize or edit out and dump the truck driving past my office. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to keep that in there and be like, oh, okay. You know, that's happened. It's just made everything so much more, so much easier to create. It's freeing. Yeah. It's freeing. We stop trying to uphold an image of yeah. who the coach is meant to be, who the professional is meant to be. And you just start being. Yeah. And that's what we need because I used to try and be perfect in my business so much so that my clients used to think that is how I'm meant to be mm-hmm. and it would put them into a shame spiral. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's not how we want to live our lives. You don't want your clients to be in a fucking shame spiral every time they speak to you. They're meant to be helping them, not harming them. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> you know? And so like these like, oh, the clients down here, I'm up here. Like, no, you 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 have a skill set, but you're always in the trenches because there's always things in life that you're going to be facing and you're going to be moving through. And that's part of being a human. But, you know, I, you're just as you are a magical, incredible human being, so is your client. Yeah. Like, you know, you're not the queen and everyone's bowing to you. Like everyone is. <laughs> yes. I actually think this is a really great, um, point to pivot into what I wanted to actually speak to you about now. So with that being said around like comparing yourself and looking at other kind of coaches and going, oh, that's the way I need to be. And then forgetting that your clients are doing the same thing, same modeling with you, you know, yep. um, I have been thinking a lot about my messaging around my online boss builder group program next year. And I'm really changing it from what it was last, last year when I launched it, which was marketed around a hundred K in kind of remember now six figures in 12 months or something. And I did that 
I had that kind of transformation statement and that marketing around it because I entered, of course, (laughs) a course, um, which I invested a lot of money in as well. That really taught kind of, you know, that that's the way, that's the way you have to, people care about the money, the tangible result that way you have to get really specific. And from that, this little kind of statement was born. The reason why I'm not, not proud of that, because that was my journey and it's fucking wow. Like as if I did it's like, great. Oh, it's amazing. Not to not celebrate that, but it gives other women this impression that it's all dandy and that the coaching coaching business is this like is built the same way by everybody. And you could just take my blueprint and replicate yep. it, which isn't the case. And I found that coaching women, some of them, yeah, got those similar results, same results. Some of them took a little bit longer and they weren't less worthy. They were just in completely different businesses, completely different coaches, completely different journeys, brands, everything, right? Yeah. So I don't want women to think that there is just this one way or my way is the right way and that if you you haven't made it in the first couple of months or in the first 12 months or whatever, that you're not going to be a successful coach. I would love to ask you, you've been in this industry for five years and I know so many um, people become coaches obviously for the purpose of helping others, usually from their own transformation, but also there's this part of them that is wanting to, you know, quit their nine to five. That was my journey or, you know, really become a successful coach and make this their life. There's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that. Make that, that, that full-time business. What's your journey been like with that? And what would you tell the coaches that are like second, third year in business and are still hanging on and are waiting for their breakthrough and perhaps maybe are still struggling in their businesses what was it like for you and what are some of the lessons that you've kind of learned that have taken you from ground to, you know, five years in the industry now and Mm. still coaching and thriving, not just surviving, you know? Um, I mean, so that there's, there's so much, but I just see it as, and I say, I say this, like, I mean, you see it on the close friend story. I have like a close friend story on Instagram where I share about this all the time. Once it, once you know all the strategy and you're still not hitting those like different incomes or you're not shifting or you're not kind of breaking out of the bubble in which you know, it stops being a strategic problem and it starts being an energetic problem. And that's typically where someone like me would come in of like, we need to shift your fucking energy because you have blocks. These might, this could be like past life shit that's coming up for you. This could be stuff that's happening in your, you know, just general experience and hold on, like find the right person, obviously to support you on that journey. But, you know, I am a firm believer that the universe has a beautiful, a beautiful timeline that sometimes doesn't necessarily make any sense. And we have to be honoring that and trusting that, but also getting the support when we need to, because the biggest hurdle that I have ever faced in my business was myself. It wasn't anybody else. <laughs> it was myself and my own limitations and my own energetic blocks. Yeah. And so being able to clear through them and consistently clear through them over the last couple of years has been the only reason why I've created what I have currently created. Yeah. I don't, rely on strategy at all you see the work that I do when I'm like yes there's strategy there of course there's strategy but I have heard of a million different strategies and 
being running an intuitive business means that you can intuitively pick up on what is right for you for which container Mm -hmm. channeling your copy you know being able to be in a place where it feels a lot easier and it feels a lot more seamless so um yeah for those who are like oh god you know i'm i feel i know i'm on the edge of a breakthrough like hold on it's coming it's absolutely coming and you know asking yourself like how would i act if it was already done and if i feel so like stretched and so uncomfortable in my system can I get support is it possible for me to get support right now if I can't afford like on a one-to-one level or a mastermind level can I listen to books from people that have been through this like where can I get that support Mm -hmm. and use what you teach your clients to help support you as well so you know leaning into the universe anything that feels too hard I write on a universe to-do list I'm like I need you to sort this out (laughs) especially when it's like oh you know I need to um, come up with new copy for a program like right now I'm coming up with something for next year and I'm like oh it feels fucking hard all right I'm gonna write it down the university list like give me the ideas let it be easy let it come through to me and it's like practicing faith yeah so it's just being in that place of like where do I need support and then outsourcing obviously physically like to a coach but then also you got the universe there backing you too so you can outsource to the universe. I treat the universe like it's the CEO of my company and my life. I love <laughs> that. I love that. Laura, with the blocks that you had, what are some like tangible results or lack mm-hmm. of results that that manifested in your early years of business? Did you have like a launch of a product that ever flopped? You know, yeah. someone's looking at your business now and who's a coach and they're like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah but maybe perhaps they've launched their mastermind or their group coaching program or their course or even their one-on-one containers. And yeah, they haven't gotten the results that they wanted. What would you say to them? And has that happened to you before? And how did you overcome that or proceed? Hang in there. (laughs) It's happened um, all the time, like literally all the time. Every time I have gone to launch something, the doubts come in and they, and I usually have to do an energetic block clearing. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you know, look at all the reasons why part of me doesn't want me to have that launch be successful, you know, and really understanding like, what are these deep fears that I hold about me actually being successful and being a leader in this space? And where's my level of uncomfortability around that? Because it's really big. So Specifically, I mean, for me, early days, I felt like it was really selfish to earn money, like earn like a good amount of money in my business. Um, I thought, you know, I should earn enough to get by, but this is kind of charitable, you know, (laughs) like it's not love and light to fucking undercharge, you know, and to be living on the brink of poverty. Like no one, no one needs you to do that. Um, So, you know, for me, I would want clients and then all of a sudden I would start Uh, sabotaging. So I wouldn't respond to DMs in a timely fashion because I had reached the kind of income point in that month that I felt safe and comfortable in reaching. So it was like, yeah, four or five K in those early days. And then just all of a sudden, like, wouldn't see the DMs come through, wouldn't respond to the emails in, in a timely fashion and just fully sabotaging and fully repelling or jumping on a phone call um, with a potential client and then fully fucking repelling it because I felt so uncomfortable to receive that in my system. It just felt yeah. fucking yuck. So those were big blocks that I had to move through. 
um, when it came to the group coaching stuff, Ooh, you know, that if anything's going to bring up your stuff, let it be group coaching. It's going to bring up everything. <laughs> so, um, for me in the early days, I would, yeah, I would hustle, 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 hustle with group coaching programs and do all of the things and not be the embodiment of what I was actually teaching. So not actually living by any of it and just pushing hard constantly. And that would repel people. So that would like literally people would be like, oh, I want to sign up and then going and then just seeing me fucking nonstop talking about the thing and being like, Oh, sorry, babe, change my mind. Like, of course you change your mind because I've not, I've not shut up. Like I'm not even giving you spaciousness to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> like you need space. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, doing that and that had held me back in kind of like raising my price points and even raising the capacity and something that was really massive for me. I was the mummy in the business. Like I was mummying my clients, which means I was like helicopter coaching, like hovering over the top of them. Like, are you okay? Can I support you? What can I do? Mm. That's a straight fire pathway to burnout. Straight, like you're basically on your way to burnout. You will burn out if you are helicoptering your co- like your coaching clients. It's fucking exhausting. And it's, you can't scale from that place. Good luck scaling. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's, so disempowering to take responsibility for what is essentially not yours it's empowering to help them but you know if you're becoming their mum, then it creates that codependency like I've said before so for myself I had to open up capacity to receive money to receive clients to receive the insight and the intuition on what the right strategy was for each of my containers Mm -hmm. and so I had to do a lot of energetic uh, clearing blocks and I was doing a ton of them this time last year, because I was like, I really want to hold a hundred women in a container. Like this is a really big desire of mine. And I just like, I had held 20 women in each container prior to that. I think one of them, I held 37 women in it. Mm -hmm. And that was the biggest that I'd held. And it felt like such a stretch. Like my system was like, Whoa, this is too much, like massive overload, headaches, brain fog, feel it. Cause I just felt so responsible. I was like, I need to look after them. Like how, how can I give them more? How can I help them? How can I fix them? Yeah. Not the fucking vibe. It ain't it. Like yeah. that's not what you want to be doing. And so, yeah, moving into a space where I had to do all these energetic clearing blocks with a coach at the time to really shift my capacity in order to be able to receive a higher amount of clients um, in my space, because, you know, you can have a low end product and no one buys it because you're energetically out of alignment with it. And so I opened myself up and then with ease, barely, truly barely marketed it and had a hundred people step into that container, exactly 100. And I was like, wow, there go. there's a capacity piece there. And then like, you know, ever since had 30 women from that place step into, um, my next client, like my next program. And then, you know, I've worked with at this point in this year alone, uh, I think it's like 360 women um, from January (laughs) to now, you know? And so, but that's an energetic practice. Like that is, is creating safety in the system to be able to receive that and knowing what that feels like. And it's not, you know, not easy. You, you could have done a lot of work on it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Even if you just think about like outside of the business perspective, over 360 women's lives changed, no yeah. doubt. And that's just, yeah. why do you cry every day? You know? Oh, a- I cry all the fucking time. Yeah. I just nonstop, like literally nonstop. 
so beautiful. So beautiful. Laura, this has been, I have learned so much from you today. I love having guests like you on the show because I just, yeah, I literally, like I said to you before, I'm like, I'm going to ask you all of the things. I'm going to pick your brain about all the things that I want to know. So I I know that this is going to be valuable to the women listening in as well. How can I, like the women that are listening in might have, might already know who you are. Yeah. No doubt they probably do. But if they don't, where can they find you? How you said there's a mastermind that is kicking off next year, but the spots yes. are very limited. We're down to a few spots. Yeah. Tell um, the ladies where they can find you and how where they can learn a bit more information about that. Amazing. So um, it depends when this comes out as well. <laughs> yeah. Literally, like from today. I find you can find me on Instagram. It's probably the best place to like actually get a feel for me. Um, I do have a podcast. It's called Manifestation Vibes. I had a previous podcast called Superwomen Vibes, which is still up there as well. Um, but yeah, definitely check out that and my Instagram specifically. If you are a coach, um, feel free to send me a DM because I can add you to my close friends list on Instagram where you get to see all the behind the scenes of my business. Um, I love sharing that. I find it to be lovely. I've had a lot of beautiful feedback around it. Um, and then I also have a masterclass that will be essentially, um, selling to be able to help women expand their capacity to receive in their business. So this receiving intuitive downloads and insights about what strategy to use, um, receiving more clients and money and just being in a state of receivership. So that will be something that you can purchase on my website, www.lauragradycoaching.com. <laughs> and then, <laughs> all of the things, all of the things. And then, um, yeah, there's also my mastermind soulful proximity, which spaces are filling very, very quickly. So if you're feeling the call, and the pool to expand energetically and to be supported with strategy um, and to be in a close-knit community because there's only 10 women, um, then definitely send me a DM for more info. How exciting. Definitely do. <laughs> Laura, again, thank you so much. It has been such a pleasure. I cannot wait for to get this podcast episode out. You're already listening to it, so I'm going to shut up. Love you all. <laughs> thank <laughs> you so much. For the next episode. <laughs> Hold up, girlfriend. Before you go, I need to say thank you so much for tuning in today. I know that if you listen to my podcast, that you are my human. And I love to connect with my soul sisters, business besties, align business babes on social. So send me a DM with any mindset, business or wellness questions because my inbox is so open to you. I also read each of your reviews personally and love to personally thank you. So please screenshot them and DM me or email them to hello at hersoulfulsuccess.com. I will personally thank you and send you a copy of my 30 days of journal prompts. Also, if you haven't already, follow my podcast Insta. The link is in my bio so you can stay up to date with all the potty goffs and tag your girlfriends because you know that friends that listen to podcasts together stay together. Or is that not a thing? I don't know. But every time you share this podcast with someone, you are really helping me help more women live a soulfully successful life. And I appreciate you for that. Love, love, love you and I'll catch you in the next episode.